welcome to the Nerdy Reads Podcast. This is episode nine. We are two months, a little over two months, into this project that we have been working on. And we just find ourselves continuing to be humbled by the amount of encouragement, feedback, downloads, and just ratings that you all have provided for us. And it's just been an amazing journey so far. And today, we have a sci-fi episode where we are talking Project Hail Mary. We have some sci-fi space alien trivia that we're going to challenge Robert and you to. We have our second verses where we're putting flavors of Fanta to a battle of the death to determine what is better, the original orange or the new pineapple flavored Fanta. And we have a lot of nerdy news. I am Justin. With me is my friend and host, Robert. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, Justin? Hey, man. Happy National Eat What You Want Day, National Foam Rolling Day, and National Twilight Zone Day. If it's National Eat What You One Day, what would you eat today? Well, you know, lately I've been trying really hard not to eat as much fried food, but on National Eat What You Want Day, today I'm going to do General Sal's Tofu from a takeout Chinese restaurant. How about you, man? You can't go wrong with takeout Chinese food, dude, but me, I'm going to go with the guilty pleasure, that 10-piece McNugget from McDonald's with the hot mustard sauce. Hot mustard sauce is my favorite of the McDonald's sauces, but who knows? Maybe one episode of Nerdy Reads, we have a Versus and it's a McDonald's sauce. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you remember Ricky Sauce? I do remember Ricky Sauce. Classic <laughs> YouTube classic. videos. Look those up, people. You got to go listen to Ricky Sauce. Hey, I have a question, man. Would you remember back to when we did a Nerdy Reads episode that was Gen Z trivia? You hit me with some Gen Z trivia. I do remember that. So I got a question. I learned something this weekend. I'm going to ask see if you know what it is, man. Do you know what that Riz means? I'm going to be honest. You've stumped me. Turns out I got that Riz. What is it? That's all I'm going to leave you with, man. You got to look it up yourself. I got that Riz. Let's go. Nerdy Reads. You really going to leave us like that? You're going to talk about some Riz and then not tell us, give us an explanation. Turns out that Riz means someone who can smooth talk the ladies. So you can ask my (laughs) wife, Veronica. She'll let it be known. I got that Riz. Wow. I don't know what we were watching, but someone mentioned Riz. Oh, we were watching a, a, a Instagram reel and it was like a Gen Z therapy session. He's like, what's going on, bro? And he was just like, on God, feel bad. And he's like, how's your Riz? Mid, mid, mid. I'm like, what is Riz? So I called Tristan down here and he's like, I don't know how to explain it. I was like, well, like generalize it. He's like, someone who can like talk to girls real easy, like their charismatic person. I was like, oh, I got that Riz, baby. We need to bring Veronica on the show to determine if you got that Riz. I'll get her to confirm in the comment section. Because I'm pretty sure it's mid. You know what I'm saying? It might be mid, <laughs> man. Are you ready to walk to the no, fridge? No cap, bro. Let's go to the fridge, man. Let's go, <laughs> let's go to the fridge where we're going to have our second verses. Since we're doing Fanta, I have a question for you. Okay. Who loves orange soda? Oh my goodness, dude. Who loves orange soda? Are you, is it a sh- wait, is this a show question? Man, Kel loves orange soda. Did you not watch Keenan and Kel? I didn't watch Keenan and Kel. <laughs> so, 
Man, I'm going to blow your mind again. Did you know that Fanta was the second drink ever produced by the Coca-Cola company right after the original Coca-Cola? I didn't know that. It blew my mind when I was doing research into the product. I I never would have ever guessed Fanta as the second ever product made. I thought Fanta was a byproduct of the 90s, and it turns out it actually was uh, developed and marketed in the 1940s during World War II. The Coca-Cola division in Germany actually came up with the beverage and now today there's more than 150 flavors worldwide with most of them only being available depending upon the region you're located in so like for instance if you're chilling in switzerland one day as i hope we will be that'd be sweet they have a black currant flavor of Fanta. A what? Black currant. Okay. All Maybe. right. So which flavor of Fanta do you think is the most popular flavor? I mean, I'm going to say orange. Orange is I- correct. And that is one of the three flavors I have in front of me for today's verses. Nice. I have that too. I have orange and pineapple are the two that I was able to find. So I guess in my region here in Columbus, Indiana, we only have two. Unless you go to the White Castle. Now, I was going to go to the White Castle and get it from the machine that they have. They have one of those freestyle machines. I was going to get the berry one to go along with this, but I just went with the two bottles here. All right, man. Well, the uh, only thing I really know about Fanta, I don't know if I've ever had this drink. I was a sun-kissed guy when I had orange soda, so I know nothing about this Fanta stuff. I just remember the commercials, the Fanta, Fanta, don't you want to Fanta, Fanta by the Fantanas. First off... I don't know if I've ever heard of the Fantanas or if I heard you sing before. Well, there you go. There, there we go. We got a couple firsts. First. I'm going to go ahead and crack open the Berry Fanta. It's marketed as caffeine-free, 100% natural flavors, and 250 calories per bottle. Woo! I'm going to go ahead and pop open the orange. Now, mine actually, I have the orange zero, because uh, anytime I can go with a zero beverage, I will. I feel like I'll still be able to gauge these properly, but I got the Fanta orange zero. It smells like someone crushed up a bunch of sweet tarts now i have had the fanta orange soda before and i am a fan i am uh here to tell you that the berry fanta it's not bad it reminds me of kool-aid in a way like that blue kool-aid packet that's what i get from this i get kool-aid um i'm not gonna drink an entire bottle of something that has 250 calories in it but if there was a zero sugar version of this fanta berry i put it in the fridge yeah this orange i mean i'm say this is a timeless this is a timeless classic. I'll drink this. There you go, dude. I'm going to jump into the pineapple next. I'll go with that as well. Pineapple is probably my favorite fruit on the planet. So. Oh, there you go, dude. I have high hopes. I've never actually had this beverage, though. Now, I'm not sure what the difference between the berry and the pineapple is that warrants the pineapple having 300 calories in the bottle. Yeah, there's more in this, that's for sure. <laughs> wow. This pineapple's a little heavier. I like the pineapple Fanta. Yeah. Am I a Fanta guy? What have I discovered about myself today? Like I try really hard. I tried on the last verses too, not to be biased, but I had a feeling I was going to like this pineapple Fanta the best. And it is definitely as of right now, taking the lead. The part that's the most impressive to me about this pineapple Fanta is it packs a whopping 80 grams of sugar in this bottle, but you wouldn't know it. There's like no sugary aftertaste. I don't get that like coating that I normally get from like a soft drink i have nothing else to say except this is delicious if you like full flavored sodas and pineapple you definitely have to run out and try this one i'm trying the zero sugar orange soda that's what i got yeah it tastes like classic orange soda to me 
It does. Which isn't a bad thing. The weird part about this is that it's zero sugar, but it has more of a sugary taste to me than the pineapple or the berry Fanta did. And the berry Fanta tasted straight up like Kool-Aid. The orange Fanta is tried and true staple in the soda world. So much so that it was the second ever made by Coke. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it, dude? Out of the three I tried, I'm going to put the berry at number one. There you go. The pineapple's real close, though. Can I have 1A and 1B? We can give you 1A, 1B. Now, as far as the Fanta Zero Sugar Orange goes, I'm not sure if you blindfolded me and had me try Fanta and Sunkissed. I couldn't tell the two apart. But pineapple and berry are definitely unique. Definitely make me miss the soda world a little bit more. And So I'm going to go ahead and give the wind to berry, but pineapple's right on its tail. Like, if you get either one of them, you can't go wrong. I will go with, with pineapple on this end. Now, again, that's not to say the orange soda's not good. Orange soda's fine. It tastes like orange soda. And I think that's what, I think that's the the hit, the biggest hit, is that it's familiar. We know it. I'm going with pineapple, bro. I guess tied for a battle to the death. Maybe one day we'll commit to something. But for now, we're getting ready to talk a little bit about Project Homeri here in just a moment. All right, today we are going to discuss the book Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. And so Andy Weir built a two-decade career as a software engineer until the success of his first published novel, The Martian. And maybe if you're into books, you've read that, or maybe you've seen the movie. And this allowed him to live out his dream of writing full-time. He's a lifelong space nerd and a devoted hobbyist to such subjects as relativistic physics, orbital mechanics, and a history of manned space flight. I love Project Hail Mary and it has made me want to dive into some of his other stuff. Robert, what are your thoughts? So like going in, uh, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't really too interested. Uh, deep space sci-fi is not really my jam at all. And, you know, to be honest, I was blown away by this book. I'm glad that I gave it a shot and not, I was hooked right from chapter one. Uh, the book tells the story of Rylan Grace, scientist who wakes up on a spaceship, no memory how he got there, no memory what his mission is, and he slowly pieces together what happened and he discovers he's on a mission to save Earth from an extinction level event. And I really enjoyed how the story alternated between Grace's present situation aboard the spaceship and then his memories of his past life as like a middle school teacher, former microbiologist on Earth and how everything led to his current position. I didn't know exactly what to expect from it, but man, I really did enjoy this. And like you just said too, I really like the back and forth between him, his time on the craft, the Hail Mary, and his, and seeing how he got there. Yeah, I think it created a really good dynamic. And at first, when it, the aliens turned out to be the astrophage, which is the life form that's threatening Earth, it's a little microbe that sucks in all the sun's energy and it's slowly causing the sun to deteriorate, which boom, extinction level event for Earth if that were to happen. So the Hail Mary has to go out into a different system to try and find a way to stop this astrophage from eating the sun. They discover a planet, Tau Ceti, I believe I said that right, that is unaffected by astrophage. So the Project Hail Mary's mission is to go to Tau Ceti, try and figure out why astrophage isn't affecting it, save Earth. And then when he gets there... 
you meet one of the most likable characters in any book. Yes, this is going to be slightly spoiler. It's probably about 30% into the book. So if anything we said about this interests you now, I would stop listening for a few minutes. There's your warning, spoiler warning, because I cannot talk about this book without talking about my homie, my guy, the Iridian. Don't know if I said that right. Rocky. Rocky. He's that guy. Even if you decided to carry on throughout this episode and us talking about it to this point and kind of like bypass the whole spoiler thing, if you read the back of the book, it does talk about how he's potentially not alone and what he's doing. When I was reading this book, uh, the astrophage was kind of presented to in a way that made you think, okay, well, is this the alien life that was talked about in the description? But then we got to our guy, Rocky, that dude. You realize, man, this is a book about a full-blown alien race. Yeah, and uh, Rocky is literally described in the book as a rock with five arms. He is awesome, and I love the the relationship. It's just that's one of the coolest things. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of the book is um, Grace and Rocky spend a lot of time figuring out how to communicate it with each other, and I love that development. Same. One of my favorite quotes from the book came from Rocky. Grace was, I believe he was on the pain. He was on some painkillers at a time. And Rocky asked him, usually, you not stupid. Why stupid question? Yeah, because when he was on the painkillers, he started making some mistakes and Rocky was calling him out. Their relationship dynamic as they started to learn each other's language definitely turned into a really, really fun, like back and forth. And I get that tragedy's cool, but there's something to be said for optimism and stories. And dude, this is a solid book and one I hope that you guys find the time to check out. There is a lot of science jargon. If you're reading this book and you're going through all the things, there is a lot of talk about, there's a lot of numbers. There's a lot of things to talk about gravity levels and all of these different things that if you're like us, we don't know a single thing about any of that kind of thing. This was all very new to us. Didn't have a single clue about any of the stuff he was talking about as I was reading it. And he does a phenomenal job at explaining, but I really felt like I was starting to develop a understanding of it in a different way than I ever have before. Um, I can uh, concur with that statement. I also want to note that I really put my Kindle's dictionary to test reading this book. There was a lot of big words. I didn't know what they meant. I definitely double clicked a lot and got some definitions. I feel smarter having read this book. Uh, same. There is this group and they're, they're people who learn languages and they do different languages and they want to help you learn languages. And so one of the things they talk about is short stories and the power of reading short stories. And they talk about how even if you don't understand every word, even if you don't understand everything, you just keep reading the same short story over and over again. And as you read it, you start to develop more of an understanding. You start to put things together in a different way. And I kind of feel like in the beginning of this book, there was moments where I was like, gosh, dude, I'm just dumb. <laughs> you know, like I'm not picking this up. I don't know what's happening. But by the end of it, I'm not saying I understand physics by any means or understand a lot about space or any of that kind of stuff. But what I will say is that there were moments where there were things being explained. And again, he does a remarkable job of explaining it to where it's accessible to a lot of different people. But also, I think that I was able to receive the information by the end of the book in a different way to where I didn't need as much, if that makes sense. Perfectly makes sense. There was uh, some of the science jargon that in the beginning, I was like, what? And then by the end, it was more like, hmm. Yeah. 
I felt like I started to get a grasp and understanding some of this. What is your rating of this? I'm going to give Project Hail Mary a 4.5 out of 5. Yeah, that's a fair rating. My only, I can't explain my half point knockoff without getting into heavy spoilers. So I'm going to leave it at that. And without giving away too much more, I'm just going to say that Project Hail Mary is like a thrilling, suspenseful story about like survival, sacrifice, and ultimately the power of science. So if that sounds like your jam, check it out. Yep. And we won't spoil anything, but I will say I like the way the book ends. There oh, yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the ending. Take well. effort, what it is. I like the way the book ends. All right, bro. Speaking of space, science, aliens. You go ahead and take a sip of that Fanta. It is time for trivia. We know we've changed the way trivia is done. We're taking the theme of the story and building some trivia around some things that maybe everybody will have a chance to play along, even if you didn't read the book. Are you ready? No. This might be the hardest one we've had so far. <laughs> but you did ask me if I knew what Riz was earlier. So. <laughs> I guess I have this coming. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you do. Okay, so here we go. What is Ripley's first name in Alien? Oh my God. Sigourney Weaver? <laughs> I love Alien. I know Ripley? I don't That's know right. her name. Ellen. Oh. What substance caused great pain? To the aliens and signs. Oh, uh, I haven't seen signs, but I remember seeing like a scene from signs. Uh, that's not the one with plants. That's in like Shyamalan. He did Lock- signs, didn't he? Wait, was that in night? Oh, is it plants? It's not plants. Oh, I have no idea. Bro, you haven't. Hold on a second, though. Let's pause trivia for a second. You haven't seen signs. I haven't seen signs. No, go back to trivia. Don't shame me. Go back to trivia. Give me the answer. It's water. water? It's water. No, no. No correction. No correct. You haven't even seen the movie, bro. I'm a little sad about this. Who played Agent J in Men in Black? I don't. I. Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith? I mean, bro, that. Okay. Like, I don't know which one is Jack. <laughs> I, like how, I like how you just named both of the lead characters, but all right, pick one. Will Smith. All right, there you go. The chemical element in uranium was named after which planet? Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> Grow up. Which metal, which metal is found in high concentrations in asteroids? Which metal? is found in high concentrations in asteroids. Iron? Nope. What is the hottest planet in our solar system? Mercury. That's a good guess. It's a wrong guess. It's a wrong guess. Venus. The first person to walk on the moon was who? Neil Armstrong. All right. The essential gas is important so that we can breathe. This essential gas is important so that we can breathe. Hydrogen? <laughs> Oxygen. <laughs> what is the nearest planet to the sun? Mercury. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Who was the scientist to propose the three laws of motion? Isaac Newton. There you go. Bro, you've got Isaac Newton, but not oxygen, and you haven't seen signs. Those are my knew, two takeaways from truth. I knew it was oxygen, but I said hydrogen to throw you off. <laughs> it worked. It worked. <laughs>
Actually, I don't know if it threw me off any more than the fact that you haven't seen the movie Science. That blows my mind. All right, y'all. Hopefully, you were able to defeat Robert in this week. It shouldn't have been hard. <laughs> you I've actually, seen, you didn't do too bad. Science. Hey, you actually didn't do bad. You didn't miss that many. But hey, give us just a moment. We'll be back with some nerdy news. Justin, it's time for some nerdy news, my friend. So let's go. We finally have the Super Mario Brothers movies been knocked off the top of the box office. Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? Not yet. It's on the list. It's on the list for me as well, but I'll be honest, the MCU is kind of on a back burner for me. I'm kind of MCU'd out, but I'm definitely going to tune in for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'm with you on that uh, being a little bit burnt out on the MCU. I feel bad saying that because there were some amazing movies produced. But once you start adding full seasons of shows with these characters and immense amount of things to watch, I start getting fatigued. Same way of Star Wars a little bit too, though. You know, between... Doesn't mean the quality's not there because there's still movies that are good i'm just tired <laughs> yeah, that was just like a little nugget of news because i found it interesting that the mario movie of all things has hit a global total of 1.15 with the b and it's been number one at the box office for a few weeks now so something finally came and dethroned it that's the thing about that nintendo about the mario movie like i feel like nintendo will have to capitalize on the movie front now oh like, they will like they how will. in the you're like there was a time where there was a question whether or not there would be another one but now it's like well i mean they, how, how do you not if you're making 1.15 billion dollars on a movie you gotta make another one i wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't already in the works unlike this next news story from nintendo that's okay. not in the works officially announced today there is no new nintendo switch hardware coming this year which is mind-blowing to me nintendo is as far as the graphical and power stuff goes i mean they are they are behind but at the same time we've said this before even in previous episodes we've talked about i mean when you have that many switches and that many households how do you start it's the same problem they have with the wii i mean the wii was around a lot longer than you know it needed to be because they just had one in every household yep so i mean i would almost venture to ask anyone who listens to the show if you have a nintendo switch in your house i would bet a large majority say yes it's like the perfect family system if you're on the fence about getting one or getting the oled one because you're waiting for a switch to well it's going to be at least april at the earliest of next year before you have a shot so there it is no new nintendo switch coming this year which is crazy with zelda right around the corner so dude when zelda actually came out on the switch i was off work and i used to do food reviews and i did a food review the day the new zelda came out of the meat mountain at arby's and in honor of that i'm bringing food reviews back to this here show uh, in the form of our instagram reels i will be doing a nerdy reads reel on the day the new zelda game comes out tears of the kingdom when burger king rolls out a spider-man whopper there's a spider-man burger coming out with a red bun will you be trying it the impossible version if they have the impossible version sure why not? Done. I'll go. Hey, if that's if that's what we're doing, I'll do the impossible. You do the regular. Let's throw some reels up there, bro. There it is. On you can only get this burger for a week. I think it's May fifteenth through the twenty second, and it's just a Whopper sandwich on a red bun, bright red bun with black sesame seeds. And our last news story today is actually book related. I like to try and find book related stuff. I found one. Check it out. There is a mystery book. No one knows the author. No one knows 
who it's about. It's a nonfiction book, but there's rumors on the internet that it is a biography of Taylor Swift, and it caused this unnamed book to skyrocket to as high as number five on Amazon's bestsellers list, and it topped the charts at Barnes & Noble's bestseller list. All because it's rumored to be based that Taylor Swift is releasing a book alongside her new album. So they're saying that this mystery book... Mm-hmm. is actually written by Taylor Swift. Yes. Now to correlate with her album. There's all kinds of theories. I'm not a Swifty. I know you are, but I'm not. So <laughs> definitely okay. not, but all right. Let's go. <laughs> so the cover, the title and the author is going to be revealed on June 13th. 13 being Taylor Swift's lucky number. The page count for the book is 544. Well, Justin, if you add up five plus four plus four, you get 13. Oh my gosh. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's what this is. Have you ever seen the movie 23? No. Okay. You haven't, man, you haven't seen science. You haven't seen 23. Okay. So 23. Dude, to correlate? No, but it just blows my mind that you haven't seen either one of these. But 23, you know, that has Jim Carrey in it. And, uh, and so I remember when this movie came out and what you just did when you said nine plus four plus four or whatever, five plus four plus four is 13. And, uh, you know, in that 23 movie, the whole basis of the movie is he starts to kind of lose his mind and he makes the claim that everything equals 23, everything can equal 23. Hmm. And so he starts taking everything and he just does math problems on his wall and does all this. He goes, you know, if you take this and they, and you take a birthday, it's like eight plus this and this and this and this and all this equals 23. 23 and it's all of it's just a bunch of craziness but what you just did just makes me think like man we we reach it we reach it out here (laughs) all you swift fans are out there reaching maybe it is taylor swift and for your sake i hope it is hey be careful dude hey don't speak ill of the swifties i i don't man hey taylor swift isn't my thing okay she's not my jam but if you like her more power to you i'm a music is subjective type of person and believe that everybody can like whatever they want that's all we have for the news today all right there you have it so where we go we both like the book project hail mary pineapple Fanta and Barry Fanta are the superior out of the three Fantas that we have tried. Robert hasn't seen the movie Signs or 23. And so it has been a (laughs) it has been a really fun episode. Robert, where can they follow us? You can follow us on Twitter at Nerdy Reads Cast. Check us out on Facebook, Nerdy Reads Podcast over on Instagram. Same thing. And we got our Goodreads up. Follow along there to see what's on our TBR if you want to keep up. Next week, we'll be discussing the book tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Give us a rating on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen. Give us a rating on Facebook. All of those things really do help us in helping others find out about our show as we continue to grow. We really do appreciate the support so far here at the Nerdy Reads Podcast. We enjoy a good story. Believe that your story matters. So be good to each other and stay nerdy, my friends.